Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, everybody, to our chat room. Richard Kramer has already started off, J.C., is like America, where we have a totalitarian politburo instead of a Republican form of government. <laughs> Good afternoon, everybody from all across the nation. Good afternoon, J.C. Happy to have you with us, all bright red and everything, like Christmas time over here with J.C.'s shirt. Howdy, everybody. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, look at look at who we've got. We've all over coast to coast. We're even Oconus today. We got somebody following us from Hawaii. Oh, there's a message for you from uh, Nate right there. Mm -hmm. Roll Tide. Those are just for you, JC. You know that, right? Just for you, because it doesn't bother me. <laughs> Chicago, Indiana, Lewisburg. North Carolina or Stephen is a Louisburg. I don't know. We got Bend, Oregon. All right. Welcome, Bend. We miss you guys. You guys are some crazy, crazy patriots over there. These people are like hardcore in Bend. We've spent lots of time up there. You guys, hey, by the way, Bend and Sisters, Oregon, you guys are blazing trails as far as creating independent commerce and keeping your businesses open and unifying together. Uh, if you want to know how to do that and, and be successful at it, you need to get with these guys at Bend and Sisters Oregon because, um, frankly, they're not only successfully doing it. <laughs> there you go, JC. He does it because he loves you. <laughs> I even put a gator up there for you. They're not only successful at it, they're, de they're dealing with Oregon government. So that's just, I mean, that's like extra super duper kudos. Um, hey, everybody, we're going to be on a Florida Freedom Keepers cruise on July 9th coming um, out of Florida. If you want to know about that, go to chrisannhall.com. Click on the calendar. Look at July 9th. You'll know exactly where we're going to be. A cruise guarantee you that it will be something memorable, <laughs> depending on how Chris Ann feels while she's standing up on a cruise teaching. <laughs> memorable. Guarantee it. Guarantee it. it's going to be great. Um, hey, JC, we got a, a package from, oh, sorry, from Peaceful Pond Play Sweet Shop there in Idaho. Nice. A package with chocolate. I just wanted, they sent me, they sent us a really nice letter and I thought it would be nice if I just went ahead and read some of it. Go for it. So, um, Chris Ann and JC, thank you for all you do in educating us on the constitution. I've learned so much from you, your YouTube and your, your from your YouTube teachings. I wanted to say thank you for the promotion you made during the show on May 11, 2021. It means a lot to small home-based businesses like ours. So we've attached, uh, we've enclosed some goodies for you. Uh, she says, you guys are great. And I spread the word to all the people I know who are conservative in our area. We would love to have you both in Lewiston sometime. We just drove through Lewiston, didn't we? From yeah. 
Kamii? <clears throat> we did. We did. So we were teaching in Kamii and we drove through Lewiston. If I'd have known, we could have stopped by and said hello. I'm not sure. No? We we had, we were on a tight schedule. Oh, so I, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, we, we didn't stop anywhere. We might have been able to make some time if I had known, but. Oh, she's, uh, Joyce says we have a new sheriff who is constitutional and told city council he would not enforce mask mandates and neither will the Lewiston Police Department, which is awesome. Absolutely. Because of you and JC, I learned about strong mayor and some of the things we need to do locally. Lewiston and actually the state of Idaho have beginning have been getting taken over by folks from Seattle, Portland, and California areas. We talked about that while we were there. Uh, there was a Chamber of Commerce um report that was was given to me that said there's a um a thousand people a day moving into idaho mm -hmm. that's that's just crazy crazy he says uh she says our governor governor little is fighting back and has now signed all kinds of actions to prevent the federal government from telling idaho what to do uh she says thank you so much uh this is all because of the work you and JC are doing. You help us know we have a voice and thank you so much. Cool. So I love getting the feedback that we get from, from people who are listeners and watchers. And it's, it's just exciting to me because a lot of times, I mean, we're, we have you guys in the chat room, so we see you there, but it's right there. Oh, Dragon's Talon starting off some love for me. A little pick me up for your Liberty Monday. I got my coffee, Dragon's Talon. Thank you for your grant. Super chat. Hey, while I'm holding up this mug, JC, where is it? Oh, you can get these mugs. JC's got his mug too at godgunsliberty.com. Godgunsliberty.com. Can I tell you, JC, I just ordered my own godgunsliberty.com t shirt today. Cool. I ordered the three quarters length sleeve shirt, uh, the Liberty Attic shirt. Mm -hmm. uh, Sonny was playing 80s music today while we were working, and it sort of made me feel kind of 80s nostalgic. And so I wanted to go get the, the shirt because it reminds me of that kind of <laughs> 80s style. And I thought, I've been meaning to get that shirt for some time now. So God Guns liberty.com there you go i know jason's gonna oh thank you there we go all right godgunsliberty.com if you want to tick off your ai browser governor just go ahead every day and at least and put godgunsliberty.com in your browser at least once a day do some shopping maybe you'll find something hats mugs t-shirts jackets Hoodies, sweatshirts. Hey. That cruise is a river cruise, by the way. Is yes. That, is that right? Yes, it is a river cruise. People are excited about it. I'm excited about it. You know, the last time I did a cruise, JC, was um, it was actually on September 11th. And I think it was back in 2011 when we did, uh, when I spoke on the cruise that went around the Statue of Liberty. I didn't, I didn't have a trouble then, so I'm sure I won't have any trouble now. But anyway, thank you so much, guys, for all your uh, help 
all your support. And we look forward. We always look forward to seeing everybody when we go out. People come up to us all the time. Hey, Chrisanne, see you on Victory News. Hey, Chrisanne JC, we watch you everywhere. It's getting to where sometimes we go places and people recognize us, which is kind of weird, but it's kind of fun too at the same time. Big kudos, JC. Big kudos to our friends at Liberty Council. And so Liberty Council has had a big victory in the California District Court. Today, a California District Court entered an order approving Liberty Council's settlement of the lawsuit on behalf of Harvest Rock Church and Harvest International Ministry against California's Governor Newsom. The uh, full and final settlement was approved by the district court and thus is the first statewide permanent injunction on in the country against COVID restrictions on churches and places of worship. So now by agreement, by, by actual uh, agreement, um, we have a settlement where the Cal- state of California under Governor Newsom is promising they will never impose COVID restrictions on churches again. What's really interesting, what's really cool for me is he, you'll see um, that the court uh, ordered that Newsom has to pay uh, Liberty Council. I had that number up there. I can't see it. So is it up there on the screen? Mm-hmm. Okay. $1.3 million in attorney's fees and costs. Now, governors, uh, the, the only thing that's disappointing about that is that is not going coming out of Governor Newsom's pocket, mind you. I'm sure that'll be paid by the taxpayers. But maybe that'll be enough for even some of the taxpayers who didn't mind the church being shut down to be aggravated that the governor would do such a thing because it's clearly unconstitutional. So we're just, we're just wanted to say kudos to Liberty council. If you're out there and you like supporting nonprofit organizations, usually every year we Well, Brian, I'm not going to say that out loud in those quiet words, but yes, Liberty Council took Gavin Newsom to the woodshed. So if you like to support nonprofits, and a lot of people always ask me in December, where's the great nonprofit we can go to, to our tax break? Liberty Council is one of those places. So um, you can go and support them, and that would be really, really great. But don't wait until December. Just do this. Hey, JC, I didn't tell you this, but I pulled this off your Instagram. Mm -hmm. This is nuts, dude. I simply couldn't believe that. I was like, I looked it up. I actually went and looked it up. I'm like, no, somebody Photoshopped that. There is no way that guy has got a blue check and he's still on Twitter. That's a blue check for Twitter. Mm -hmm. And he's still on Twitter. Yeah. And he is a contributor to CNN with 54 articles. What is, I don't, talk about all this stuff. You know what? Donald Trump, Donald Trump has never put out a tweet that says the world today needs a Hitler. Mm -hmm. 
Donald Trump has never put out a tweet that says, Heil Hitler. Mm -hmm. Donald Trump has never put out a tweet that says, the only reason I'm supporting Germany in the finals is Hitler was a German and he did good with those Jews. But Greg Price, a contributor to CNN with the total of 54 articles under his byline at CNN, said, tweeted all those things, and yet Donald Trump is called a white supremacist, and this guy still has bylines and is still on Twitter. Yeah. I just... Apparently CNN has... It was interesting. CNN has fired him uh, while simultaneously claiming he was never an employee. So I'm not... know what that... Not sure what that means. Oh, but, well, you can't uh, fire somebody a, that was not an employee. Right, he was a freelance contributor. Yeah. So I, I assume which they mean by Which means he's a fired, contract worker. Yeah, then they're not yeah. going to... Yeah, which, is, which means that's a cop-out from CNN. Yeah. Technicality. He wasn't so, an employee. He wasn't an employee. We were just paying him to write articles for CNN. And that, putting his all. name on our byline <laughs> under CNN. Sure. Hello. Um, that's not the same as... Twitter or Facebook having people who post that, by the way, because what that is, is actually CNN approving those because you don't, you know, Twitter and, and CNN and, and Facebook and Instagram, they don't actually approve everybody. It's a negative thing. So if you do something, they kick you off. They don't approve you to be on CNN actually has to approve these people one by one as an editor to be on their platform as a publisher. So they actually did this. I thought that was hilarious that you wrote this guy has 54 articles under his byline and at CNN, they should probably fire whoever does their background checks. Yeah. That, that was Greg Price's tweet. Oh, that was, that was his tweet. Adil Raja is the guy's name. Oh, Adil Raja. Oh, my bad. That's what happens when you don't wear your glasses when you read something. Mm -hmm. I thought you were actually, I, I don't know what I was thinking. I thought that was, well, it was would have been brilliant if you did it too. So, so. this is a tweet from Greg Price about yeah. Adil Raja who praised Hitler as a contract freelance journalist contributing to CNN over the course of quite some time. Yeah. This is all the way back. The, this is the, 21 the one, the one to the rights all the way back in 2014 so he was still a writer for them in uh, in may when when he was, was he still fired? a writer two days ago oh two days ago so he's been actually writing for them for seven years I don't after know if he's he been, said Heil I, I don't Hitler. know if he's been writing for them for seven years but at least seven years ago and i, I don't see the date on this one here but at least seven years ago he's praising hitler saying Hail Hitler uh, on his Twitter feed. So we're supposed to believe that for at least seven years, uh, CNN has no idea about this. I think it was fired because he didn't cover up his racism well enough. Yeah. I don't know. I, I did. Perhaps. Mm hmm covering it up. I don't think they even bother to cover it up. If he was just if he was just fired 2 days ago, then covering it up was not the problem. It was being called out that was the problem. That's my point. He didn't keep it concealed well enough. Somebody caught him. You know, you think that 
well, I don't know what happened two days ago to get him caught. You don't think somebody was like for the last seven years saying something about him? Because these two tweets here are from seven years ago. This one is from 2020. Right. This one is from 29, uh, from 2021. Mm-hmm. So I just find it hard to believe that nobody complained in seven years. It just, it must have been a matter of who complained or where it came out. Mm-hmm. But they don't usually care that much about hypocrisy. So, nope. Anyway, speaking of hypocrisy, this story, you have to know this story just ticked me off. So, Space Force Commander fired after comments made on a conservative podcast. So, Space Force Lieutenant Colonel Matthew Lohmeyer, Lohmeyer or Lohmer? I'll say Lohmeyer, was on the Steve Gruber show to discuss his book, Irresistible Revolution, Marxism's goal of conquest and the unmaking of the American military, which alleges that Marxist ideologies are becoming widespread within the armed forces. And he talked about his concerns on the podcast. Now, this is what's what's really was amazing to me, because I've, I've heard some people talking about this and and they you know, people think it's because he talked about Marxism. I don't think it's because he talked about Marxism. I think it's because of what he said right here in this. He said, um, uh, since taking command as a commander about 10 months ago, I saw what I consider fundamentally incompatible competing narratives of what America was, is, and should be. He said, that wasn't just prolific in social media or throughout the country during this past year, but it was spreading throughout the United States military. And and I had recognized those narratives being Marxist in nature. This is what he said. Uh, The teaching that he had been seeing is an intensive teaching that he heard at his base that at, a t- at the time the country ratified the United States Constitution, this is the teaching he heard at his base, that at the time the, con- the country ratified the Constitution, it codified white supremacy as the law of the land. And he said, quote, if you want to disagree with that, then you start being labeled all manners of things, including a racist. And so I believe that what they did was he's calling, this is more critical race theory stuff, right? Yeah. So he is exposing the critical race theory that is being taught to our U.S. military that America, well, it's systematic racism, that America, not just systematic racism, but codified white supremacy as the law of the land. They don't want you to know that's what they're teaching. But what's even more disgusting is that if you want to, what was that nincompoop that we had on there not too long ago? That old white guy who was like, we need to have a critical view of history and we need to, do you remember his name? 
If you actually want to actually talk about actual real history, then you have to get fired. So you probably help him out by buying his book. Yeah, help him out. Buy his book. Now, here's the crazy thing, right? So he's talking about how, as if that's not crazy enough, that at the time the country, what we're being taught, people are being, uh, military is being taught at the base, is that at the time the country was ratified, the United States Constitution, it codified white supremacy as the law of the land. Now watch. They decided the decision was based on public comments made by Lieutenant Lomer in a recent podcast and on whether these comments constituted prohibited partisan political activity. So here's my question. If correcting history is politically partisan, which party is he criticizing? Which party embraces historical inaccuracies? If teaching of Marxism is partisan political activity, if teaching against Marxism as contrary to American foundations is, politic, is partisan political activity, which political party is he speaking against? I would guess Lieutenant General Stephen Whiting's party. Yeah. Whoever that might be. Yeah. Revolutionary abolitionist movement. Maybe that party. Which is today a, a synonym for the Democrat party at this point. I mean, seriously, when was Mar Marxism... I mean, I'm, I'm not talking about free uh, annihilating free speech, right? That's not what I'm talking about, but that's what these people are doing. You're going to label, see, this is why they have to call it prohibited partisan political activity. Because you see, putting on a uniform as Lieutenant Colonel um, Lohmeyer has done, does not eliminate his right to freedom of speech as a human being, as a person. There are specific limitations to military personnel that they are not to engage in what they say here, partisan political activity while in uniform. And if you're identifying as your rank and, you know, he probably introduced him as uh, Lieutenant General, uh, I'm sorry, Lieutenant Colonel uh, Lomer, who works for Space Command, Space Operations, or whatever, the Space Force, right? And so that would have put the uniform on him being introduced that way. And so there is a prohibition in the military that you cannot engage in partisan political activity while in uniform. But what exactly is teaching history? I, I, I don't know. That's why, as a lawyer, that's why they had to do that, because that's why they had to relieve him of his command, right? How do you end up with a critical race theory Marxist agent as the head of, of Space Command? 
Would he have been put there by Donald Trump? I believe Lieutenant General Stephen Whiting was, yes, nominated in the Trump administration because, to lead the Space Command. Yes, that's right. Yeah. So there you have it, guys. More deep state, more evidence of deep state. And, and now you have, go ahead. Yeah, this, and he, he's launched he's launched an investigation against the colonel for criticizing critical race theory. So for criticizing I, I, Marxism. Yeah. And I, I said, and correcting uh, history. I said, this, this thing has its tentacles everywhere in every single organization. And, uh, and, and it was, and it's, it's been there. Remember uh, going back to the article, 1989, white white supremacy, your invisible nap, white privilege in your invisible knapsack. So 1989, do the math, 99, 2009, 2019. This is over 30 years, over 30 years. So this is, uh, the this thing has infiltrated the entire I mean, it's infiltrated government. You talk about deep state, right? So, right. The, the, and the point there was, these people were there long before Trump ever showed up. Right. How? I mean, Trump didn't make this guy a lieutenant general. You know, oh, I'm gonna show up. I'm gonna promote the. You know, I'm gonna put this guy in the air force and make him a lieutenant general in the course of four years. No, the guy served in the in the air force. He graduated from the air force academy, I think, back in 1988. He's a stinking right? general. So for Pete the guy's Sykes. been he's been in here 30 years, just as long as the CRT stuff mm -hmm. has been infiltrating every aspect of America. And so there you go. I mean, these people, this is the one thing about when when I heard, you know, remember Trump Trump is, I mean, this is over all that's water under the bridge, but back when it first came in and we talked about this drain the swamp. Right. And, I, and I said to you, I, I don't think any of them have any idea the depth of the swamp, the, mm -hmm. the, the extent to which the government is infiltrated from top to bottom. I remember 2010, we were looking at people who, who had positions in the U S government on behalf of the Muslim brotherhood. Right. So this is everywhere. The federal government is absolutely overtaken with critical race theory agents, period. Yeah, I'm looking at, at Whiting's summary of assignments. It's just crazy. He is uh he has been all over the place. There's no buck private. Okay. No. So this stuff, this stuff is at the highest levels of the military, people targeting. We had uh, a lady that watches the show because of she, she just communicated about this. In fact, I'm not going to say a lot of details, but people are being targeted throughout the military. Right. Who do not fall in line with critical race theory teaching. P the soldiers, sailors, airmen, and Marines are being sent to training just like we have in every other uh, area of federal government, just like we have in um, the colleges mm -hmm. and schools of this critical race theory training. And now you see what happens if 
you hold one of these positions, right? You're essentially dependent on the government for your job. Now you see what happens when you disagree, when you warn about it. Check this out, JC. Uh, Whiting was writing policy for U.S. Space Command and U.S. Strategic Command West at Peterson Air Force Base uh, since 2002. Right. So he's been writing policy for Space Command since 2002. You think you think Peter Strzok joined the FBI when Trump got elected? No. No. Uh, you you think all all of those people, I mean the countless countless people that concocted the Russia hoax to target Donald Trump, you think they joined when he got elected? This federal government and every single agency from top to bottom is completely infiltrated. Let me tell you this. The patriot who loves this country and believes in the Constitution occupying a position in the federal government is the minority. Yeah. Get If you don't believe, I mean, you if you have not realized that, you better come to grips with it. Well, I, my point was not only is he there, JC, he's been putting his ideology into policy. He Correct. was the, the guy in charge of policy at Space Command since 2002. And now you're beginning to see what his policy ideology is. How did, how did, I don't know. Critical race theory. That's 19 years ago, JC. 19 years ago. When did this stuff, you said what, 1980? 89. 1989. Plus years ago. When the, when the paper, when yeah, that right. seminal paper about your invisible knapsack uh, was in, um, in 89. Well, now you have a general who is, has been writing policy for Space Force since 2002. Well, we saw Obama come in and, and purge leadership. Yeah. This is one of the areas, the, mm-hmm. the Air Force, um, the Rocket Command, all, all, all the things that had to do with the nuclear arsenal uh, and all the high brass. I mean, he was, he was purging military leadership when he was in. So... Um, you know, here we are. This this is what it is. I mean, I mean, come on, think about it. This is I mean, what this- the colleges are feeding people. So right, and and especially, especially you think about uh, many of the folks that go into the military. I mean, just where different folks come from. This they've been fed this stuff their entire educational career, educational experience, uh, all the way through high school, and now they're filling the ranks. They're climbing the ladder. Uh, th- this is, and and you can say that about every institution in this country. So people slough this off like it's a joke, like critical race theory is some something that's uh, somehow pigeonholed in this one little area, and it's just you know people on the streets rioting and and uh, throwing bricks through store windows or whatever, and that's just that's their thing and BLM and whatever. Uh, if, if you have if you have such a small view of this phenomenon, 
you are in for a rude awakening if this trajectory continues you know what? the way it's going. What is amazing to me, JC, is the the idea that this is somehow something that only happens, you know, in Portland or whatever. These kinds of ideologies this find is not their, isolated. Yeah. These kinds of ideologies first find their footholds in the academic elite. Yes. So you don't get this. This doesn't start in somebody's backyard neighborhood. This starts in the academic elite. And this it starts in those people who are in control of our education, in control of writing our textbooks. And now we are making it policy, at least for 19 years with Space Force, policy in our military. And and here's what it says. The blurb about the book on Amazon, uh, uh, Lieutenant Colonel Lomer's book, uh, the blurb about it on Amazon says, a timely and bold contribution from an active duty Space Force Lieutenant Colonel who sees the impact of a new Marxist agenda at ground level within our armed forces. Now, I would have advised this Colonel. Yes. I mean, if he just wants to be in there and get the word out, um, I would have written under a pseudonym yes. just to get this information out there. Of course, they would probably investigate and found you out. There's probably no way he could have reasonably done this uh, now that I think about it without doing this way. And this would probably, you know, he's kind of the martyr for the cause. Right. I, I'd suggest, you know, everybody else needs to be wise. Let me leave it at that. Um, but you're going to have some political change coming soon. It, probably in the midterms and certainly after that, if things go well and this, this is going to need to be dealt with. Yeah. It's just all there is to it. And, I mean, it's going to have to be dealt with in a very serious way. This, I, people are laughing. I, and I just say this because I see the tweets and I see the responses and I see people really dismissing this, mm -hmm. really dismissing the CRT thing. And they think it's, you know, just in this little area and, this no, this this will be the undoing <clears throat> of this nation mm -hmm. if it's not dealt with dealt with. Mark my word. Well, yeah. And it's going to have to be dealt with, even though it begins at the academic elite and it begins in the command. Right. You don't have soldiers and airmen and seamen and 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 uh, taught this stuff at the ground level unless it's being put into place by command, right? But the but the recourse, the solution is going to have to come at the ground level up, which is number one, we have to start teaching to identify this stuff in the home so parents know what it's all about. I mean, you and I have a friend. This is this is why I say if this is where this is happening. Mm -hmm. It's being taught to your children in yes. public school. Yes. If I, I'm going to say it one more time, I don't care if I piss off everybody, everybody in this freaking country. If you have your, this is what this is. People, you do not be mad at, at this Colonel getting fired. Everybody who has your child in public school and is fighting to get your child back in public school. And you're sharing this indignantly on Facebook. You are the biggest moron in this country. This is what it is. So if you 
One more time, if you have your child in public school, if you are fighting to get your child back in, oh, let, let them take their mask off so they can go back to public school, you are a frigging idiot. You are part of the problem. We will not, mark my word, we will not escape this with another generation sent through the brainwashing of this stuff in public school. And if, if you are acting indignant and outraged and offended and your child's still in public school, you're a liar. You're an absolute liar or a moron. You have no, what you say means crap because you don't actually believe the seriousness of the situation or you're too stupid to see it. This is what your children are being fed. Those people, the leaders, and, and the people, the mid-level and upper-level leadership in the military that are making these decisions, that are throwing people out of the military for criticizing critical race theory, they are the children of the last decade who were taught in public school. The next decade will be the ones chopping heads off. JC, now this is actually a friend of ours, uh, Air Force. She's a lieutenant colonel, former lieutenant colonel of the U.S. Air Force goes to a school board meeting. So at the school board meeting, the school, the chairman has the audacity to read a paper about how the school board is not going to in, in, uh, allow critical race theory in the cool school curriculum. And there's no reason we need to talk about this because we're not going to let this come in. And, um, they're lying to you. Uh, and she stands up after she after that school after the school board chairman reads this, right? And then reads from the textbook. Correct. Reads from the textbook proving it is proving in the school curriculum. They're teaching it in the public school curriculum. They shut down the meeting. They interrupt her, don't give her free her 3 minutes free. Which, by the way, under Robert's rules, if she's interrupted, her time pauses and she gets to continue her speaking. Apparently, they don't care about that. So they, or cut, they play a, cut her off. Cut her off. And then they shut down. They recessed the meeting. They left. The school board left the room. They turned off the public cameras. JC, mm. they shut down the public cameras because they were in quote unquote recess. And while the cameras were shut down, the Santa Rosa County Sheriff Gestapo came and escorted her out of the school board meeting for asking for additional time. The school board came back after she was gone. They started up the cameras again. And then they said, uh, you're, if you are speaking over your three minutes, you are disrupting this meeting and disruption of this meeting is grounds for removal. So, so they disrupted her. They removed her and they claimed she was the disruptor. So either Sheriff uh, Bob Johnson, Santa Rosa County, Florida, is another CRT agent uh, or he has deputies that are and he has no idea, no control over his his office. Or he's just simply a hireling who has absolutely no idea what his job is 
and believes that he is a slave and a subject to the county officials and has to do whatever they're told and has a zero concept of history and the idea that I was just enforcing the law is uh, acceptable in court because it, you know, didn't work in Nuremberg, but apparently the Santa Rosa County Sheriff thinks it should work there, which is interesting because when the Santa Rosa County School Board had her thrown out, that's not even law. And so that's actually the when the words of a school board becomes law, you are now ruled by rulers instead of the rule of law. And the Supreme Court has plenty to say about that as well. Not that the Supreme Court is the ultimate arbiter here, but that's what we're dealing with. So uh, I don't care what your school, JC has said this over and over again. I don't care what your school board says. I don't care what your teachers say. They are teaching this stuff in the schools. Go read the books. And you don't know it because you're not reading the school book. Or you're not in class. That's why during, while they were, I get messages how many school every districts, day yeah, about this. How stuff. many school districts, when they were all online, said, oh, we, we don't want our children to be listening to, uh, we don't want parents. Parents are not allowed to listen to our classes as we're conducting classes in their homes. Well, of course not. They didn't want the parents to know what their children are being taught. Yeah. But guess what? At the end of the day, who your child becomes and what they believe is a reflection on you, not the school district. And I don't care what you believe right now, you will stand before God one day. And I'm, I, I'm, I'm confident beyond any shadow of a doubt that when you stand before God and God asks you what you what you did with the gift of the child that he gave you, and you try to say, oh, the school board, oh, the legislators, all oh, the textbooks, all oh, the teachers, uh, God's not going to take that as an excuse, my friend. He didn't give your child to the school board. He gave your child to you. There's a comment right there. I says, I laid it out for my daughter today. She asked her son, and yes, they're teaching that crap. She was surprised. I was livid with her. So the parents don't know. Again, we're, we're casual as parents, and, you know, I, I know how it is. And they send them to school. They, they trust their school, and it's just basically a place that they go. You trust they're being taught what they need to be taught so you can go work, and that's it. But it, I'm sorry. It's everywhere. So we sell our children over to the prison and poison of the mind so that we can have wood, hay, and stubble in this earth, have a comfort that that consumes our children, and we somehow justify that some way, shape, or form. And by the way, the, the teachers intimidate uh, the children. Yes, they do. Uh, they set up systems where they're either implicitly or explicitly punished or ostracized. So in most cases, your, your children are not going to tell you this. I mean, I think uh, I, you know, posted, posted the comment uh, is because that child was directly asked that, yes. that they said something. So the child's not going to volunteer 
this information. First off, you know, schools are set up to teach from a position of authority. And most of what the children are trained to do is submit to authority. And so this is coming at them and they, they just they trust what the teacher is saying. They submit to what the teacher is saying and it begins to shape uh, how they think. And so your children, I don't, and I don't care how conservative you are or what you're surrounding them with. If you think about this, people send uh, their kids to school for how many hours a day? Your children are with those people more than they're with you, oh, more absolutely. than they're with anybody else on absolutely. this planet. There's a, they there's, are at the public school. The law, the law actually calls your teacher and your school district parents of the child. Right. It's called en loco parentes. It is a legal designation which says, legally speaking, when your child is in that school, that school is the parent of your child, which allows them, by the way, to, to supersede any parental authority while your child is sitting in that school and in that classroom or on any kind of school function. If they're there for preschool breakfast or post-school dinner, you are not, according to the law, you are not the parent of that child. The school district is the parent of that child. And let me just point, drop this in there. Um, it is not, this is not the fault of teachers' unions. This is not the teachers' unions who are doing this. This is the fault of the parents. It is time to teach your own children. Stop worrying about a three-bedroom, two-bath house in an affluent neighborhood with a brand new car every other year and a vacation and a flat screen and a brand new cell phone. Start working about worrying about the fact that your children are being imprisoned and poisoned in their minds. That I JC, you know what? I live in a stinking tent under an overpass if i had to to keep colton out of public school there's ron paul there's curriculum there's there's um, no excuse classic no excuse conversations um i mean there's there's a ton of options yes somebody messaged me the other day and i lost the message before i responded I, I don't know but somebody asked me um but just search it out i mean there's tons of options it's made so easy now and can I just give some tough love, guys? I, I, I love you guys, but if we're, I mean, we're still arguing about whether Trump's good or Trump's bad. I mean, our conversations are still about Trump while your country's falling down around your ears. Really, guys? Can we move on? Let me. At some point. Let me put up this. I got, I got really upset the other day. And I think it was like at three o'clock in the movement. morning. I, I just have to scratch my head. Yeah, at, this was like at, three o'clock in the morning. I don't know what it was. Let me go ahead and just share this with you. This is my Facebook page, by the way. Uh, just just to share it with you so you can see. This is the post that I made. Um, do you know, I wrote, what I think is the saddest thing in America today? That there are so many Americans that still believe it's about Democrats versus the Republicans or vice versa. If your entire conversation is about how your political party wants to save the world or how the other party wants to destroy it, you can insert person in there instead mm -hmm. of party. Uh, 
you are sorely deceived and you make both parties rejoice. You maintain the power brokers. You empower the deceivers. You take from others to profit the power brokers, the few. Let me just make a very important uh, uh, announcement here. Your political party doesn't give a freaking crap about you. Donald Trump wouldn't know you if you walked across the street. Biden wouldn't walk across the street if you were choking on a turnip to save you. These people are oblivious to your existence. We should be fighting for our children and fighting for America and fighting for liberty instead of fighting each other over parties and personalities. Amen. So the one thing I wanted to cover today, just so I feel it's great that it's out in the airwaves since nobody's talking about it and nobody can talk about it better than JC. So we're going to go to JC's Instagram page and JC is going to share with us the news that no one is talking about. Let me hand and, you the controls. And I, and I hear you, Nate. I'm with you. That's part of my point. Yeah. So just, I'll just share some of this. Um, the uh, everybody's probably been really glued to all the happenings in Israel and the, throwing rockets back and forth at, at each other. By the um, way, can I do a little PSA? Yeah. I don't care how you feel about Israel. I don't care how you feel about Palestine. Let's just go ahead and, and agree that we can talk about truthful things, okay? Let us talk about truth, and you can keep your personal feelings aside. How's that? Well, this is the thing, and I, I think the one thing that's not talked about is Iran's... Um, role in all of this so the the narrative and, and this i think this says it well here it says iran has two goals in arming palestinian militant organizations foment continued violence between palestinians and israel in order to prevent a peaceful resolution to the conflict uh number two allow tehran to play one faction against the other and and i when you look at a lot of the people i get the sense when you sort of look at the people on the ground the gods you know a lot of the Gazans and and um, Israelis that maybe the average day average everyday citizens would would be able to solve their problems if it weren't for their governments, mm -hmm. their leaders, and these outside entities like Hamas, Hezbollah, and Iran. Um, and I I think it's I think we should be, in my opinion, just like any other country, we should be careful not to. Uh, you know, not to make the people their government, right? They're, mm -hmm. they're, that's not the same thing. Right, right. Uh, in most cases. But this whole Iran thing, JC, so, should give us some insight on the position of the media and the position of the Biden administration, the position of the leftists who are somehow have this love relationship with Iran. Yeah, so there's several... And the thing about it is, <clears throat> yeah, you, you get to see the, I think, complicity of um, the, the news, the complicity of the news mm -hmm. uh, when they leave this out and the certain the different narratives that they push <clears throat> that aren't so. So a lot of this is it's not new. So here is a video. 2017 
where the Revolutionary Guard commander is talking about arming and sending rocket technology and rockets and material support into Gaza to be able to accomplish what you see is going on. So, and he says, don't just give them, we shouldn't just give them missiles and rockets. They themselves should become uh, capable of producing them in terms of method of their production, assembly, and deployment. Um, so, Iran, and this is from the documentary Seven Minutes to Tel Aviv in, in 2017, uh, you can... And here's what I do, by the way. I don't know how many of you still have a Twitter account, but one of the ways I use Twitter is like an intelligence gathering mm -hmm. tool. Absolutely. I don't have a Twitter account. Twitter won't even let me on Twitter anymore. And I mean, so, it's not even just not having an account. I used to be able to look. I don't, I'm not even allowed to look anymore. Yeah. So I'm not going to run through all of this. I, I want to do, I want to actually maybe take a separate, make a separate video and walk through this in detail. Yeah. Uh, but here you go. Iran helping Hamas, Hezbollah build a fleet of suicide uh, drones. Um, Iranian officials talk about how the transfer of rocket production technology was already pursued by uh, Mahadam. Hamas military wing Al-Qassam released footage of their drones used in recent attacks. So it's not just like a ragtag, spontaneous riot. Mm -hmm. uh, but this is this is backed by uh, various groups. There's three separate groups in there uh, using military technology even you know even with antifa and blm there's no spontaneous riot anymore all these things are well planned yeah so there's one called the pij palestinian islamic jihad and the quds force brigade spokesman he says he thanks the resistance axis headed by the islamic republic of iran uh, for the missiles we are coordinating Hamas. This is a Hamas leader now. This is them saying that. This is not like some Israeli source came up with some conspiracy mm -hmm. theory. Uh, these are clips. These are videos you can see. These are uh, media releases by the Hamas leaders saying we're coordinating with Hezbollah, Iran, on almost a daily basis. So the fact of the matter is much of what you see going on in um in this conflict, this is a proxy war. Mm -hmm. There's a proxy military operation mm -hmm. against Israel by Iran. And you don't see any of that. You don't see really that kind of um, reporting in the media. And then there's another thing, by the way, let me, let's share this. Speaking of the media. Uh, so remember a AP was all outraged because of their building was attacked. The journalist building mm -hmm. was blown up. Uh, and Israel said that, well, the Palestinian groups were occupying uh, the building. So here, this is footage from 2009, 2009. 2009. of Hamas actually firing rockets from the journalist building. So here is this Al-Arabiya journalist reacting to the fact that Hamas was firing rockets from beneath her office. Where she, she's actually on camera. Yeah. She's actually on camera. She's on the phone right now going, 
Hey, you guys, they're launching rockets from underneath my office. <laughs> now, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt and assume that her laughter is nervous <laughs> laughter, yes, not, absolutely. not maybe that she thinks that's funny. Oh, I don't think so, but uh, I think she's nervous. As, I, would you be nervous if somebody was shooting rockets from underneath your office? Yeah, because I would think I'm I'm going to be bombed out here shortly. I'd be evacuating the building. I know, because somebody's on the other side going to fight back. And there are other stories and reports like this, um, not, not just a few, of Hamas using these journalist media towers uh, as offices and, <laughs> right, and place that they operate from. So AP is acting like, you know, they're all indignant and this is a war crime and, and yada, yada, yada. By the way, on that, another post that I shared, um, the term war crime is a, wanna... is a legal term. And oh, that's... it's back at the beginning. If you want to see the post how I wrote it, but right there, the uh, war crime is a legal term. Aiming at civilians is a war crime for sure. However, killing civilians in war, while very tragic, isn't in and of itself a war crime. Now, I realize that's no consolation to the victims, but it can help you identify propaganda like the stuff that John Oliver was uh, spewing just recently and all this talk about war crimes war crimes war crimes now if you think about it the uh, hamas is firing rockets indiscriminately uh, into civilian populations so the fact of the matter is every rocket that they fired has technically been a war crime mm -hmm. now israel at least israeli forces israeli defense forces by their testimony and i think by most of of the uh evidence there may be some exceptions uh, has at least been attempting to make surgical strikes on what they believe, according to intelligence, is Hamas targets. So mm -hmm. there's no evidence of them deliberately targeting civilian um, populations, civilian uh, structures on purpose. Now, JC, we actually played the... the uh, now, I'm not celebrating any of those deaths. Yes. I'm talking about the term war crime. Yes, absolutely. We played the video, the recruitment video for the... Black Lives Matter mm -hmm. people. And as uh, somebody in the chat room just mentioned, there's a union between these, the Black Lives Matter, the anarchists, and the PLO. Yeah, that's the thing. The, this critical race theory move is global. It's not just American. So this is real. This You listen to, um, there's a lot of on the street reporting and, and the protesters going on uh, all around the world, uh, when you listen to the these protesters on the streets in London, in L.A., and everywhere else, it's the same narrative. It mm -hmm. is the same critical race theory, um, you know, the brown skin being oppressed. We stand with the brown skin people, you know, death to the death to the not our group, whoever it may be. Uh, and, and it just just the same narrative. So this critical race theory narrative is global. It's not just in our nation. And so this is this is a move really to to up in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Well, it's the Antichrist. So what are you going to do about it? That's just turn upside down the world of liberty, turn upside down the world of 
rights, turn upside down the world where the people control government. That's what it's all about. Mm-hmm. So, JC, we are at the end of the show. Hey, guys, if you are listening, uh, let us know. Did you like the show? Did you learn things here? This is we are a teach show and not a talk show. So we don't aim to entertain, although you know, truth can be enjoyable when you get it. So let us know what you think about the show. And you can, the best way you can let us know what you think about the show is by sharing it and bringing other people into the fold. You know, on Facebook, you can have watch parties while we're having the show. Invite your friends to come in and listen. Uh, we've got an open chat room. As long as you're not abusive, you can come in and have uh, spirited conversations. We have spirited conversations. You're welcome to uh, to talk about things that are important to you as long as they're not abusive. We don't allow people who are abusive. We don't allow foul language because we have lots of families that join us. But thank you so much for joining us today. We really, really appreciate having everybody here. And uh, like I said, show some love and share, show love of truth and share it with us. You got anything, parting words, JC? Adios. Adios. We'll see you guys next time. 